Hello everybody, welcome to the Daily Sip. My name is Oliver and my mission is to bring you closer to organic Japanese green tea and today what we're gonna dive into is a cold brew versus a hot brew of the same tea. So what I wanna dive into is actually a tea which was presented to us as the ultimate cold brew, but I want to brew it hot and see actually what the taste difference of the same tea with these two different brewing styles is. And for this I brought today with me the Shizuku Sencha from the Nuruku family. So what you can see is actually that this is a Sencha which is slightly uh, sprinkled with matcha. So what we know is that this is a Fukamushi, so a deep steamed Sencha, so longer steamed Sencha, um, around one hour, one minute and 15 seconds in instead of 45 seconds. And uh, what we know as well is that it is a shaded tea, so a little bit sweeter tea. Shading makes the tea a little bit sweeter. These are the last 10 days before the harvest that the tea, this tea is shaded and actually this then renders the tea more sweet due to the fact that it contains in the end more theanine, more amino acids, which are the sweeter compounds and less of the catechins, which are more the astringent compounds in the green tea or in the tea leaves. But what we also have in it is matcha. So it's kind of a, maybe you have seen the names Sencha Iri Matcha. This is exactly this. So it means that it has been, Sencha has been mixed with matcha and this matcha has been shaded for 20 days. So, and then in uh, the blending of the tea, is uh, brought together once from the side of the leaf and on the other hand, the matcha. And what we know as well is that the leaves actually are themselves also blend. So it's a blend of the Azanoka, it's a blend of the Yabukita, most famous uh, green tea type or cultivar in Japan. Then um, we have the Azatsuyu and we have the Yuta Kamidori, which is very, very prominent and very famous in the south of Japan. And this is actually where this tea is from. So geographically, when we move into Japan, we go further to the south. We go to the region of uh, Kagoshima, which is on the main island Kyushu. And in Kyushu is um, uh, the region of Jiran, which is quite a famous region for uh, Japanese green tea. And this is actually where the Nuruki family or the family which produces this tea is situated. And they actually um, uh, were um, welcoming Agnese and Will when they visited the farm. And what we uh, received or what they received by the time by them um, was actually a cold brew from this Shizuku Sencha. So what they said is that it is the ultimate cold brew for them. It has a very, very good consistency. Often when you take a tea which is used for, um, for a cold brew, you tend to use either rather a little bit astringent tea, which then are a little bit fresher, which then are a little bit more citrusy in their notes and then a little bit more refreshing, or you use a little bit sweeter tea. And in this case, we are talking about the more, a little bit of a sweeter tea due to the fact that this tea is made in Fukamushi style. Fukamushi style or the deep steamed style is actually rendering the tea leaves sweeter, especially in the first brewing and then just gives this to the tea water, mixing in often a little bit of these cucumber notes, but also the matcha, which then himself gives in a little bit more of this more vegetable, straightforward kind of spinachy or edamame tones to the taste 
of the tea itself. So it's quite an interesting mix which is also seen on other farms. So the, uh, the Nuruki family in Chiran is absolutely not the only one doing this but we found this organic green tea chess certified is actually a um, good thing for uh, introducing into our assortment but um, here I really want to go in the taste difference of uh, this Sencha Iri or Shizuku Sencha in uh, on the one hand cold brewed and on the other hand hot brewed. So uh, what I brought with me clearly the two comparing glasses then I have the Kyusu which I'm using for this tea and what I did in beforehand is actually I cold brewed this tea already. So what you can see is that this tea has uh, down here the tea leaves so this is just normal what happens when you cold brew the tea. What I added in but they melted already is um, four um, ice cubes and additionally I let it sit then for 30 minutes. Now we are maybe at 35 so this tea here has been sitting for 35 minutes. The beauty about cold brewing green tea is on the one hand you can leave it in for a longer time so you can also brew overnight there's absolutely no problem with that uh, for as of I would say 20 minutes the tea develops already a nice taste overnight it can really complexify a little bit more. Here I'm taking 35 minutes of brewing and uh, adding in some ice cubes to really have a very cold cold brew and um, this is more or less it. Super simple to do if you have one of these uh, bottles with the built-in filter that's always a good one. So there's a silicone what's good it also has a closing a silicone closing so when you put it into the fridge it actually takes off on no odors or anything so it's actually quite a good bottle which you can use to store the tea in uh, your fridge. If you're only taking green tea try to consume it within one day maybe you can go to two days. If you want to conserve it a little bit longer and you want to drink it over several days add in some lemon juice because this is actually a natural uh, conservative uh, product which then uh, gives a little bit more of lifespan to the tea and it adds in a little bit of vitamin C too. So there are actually two positive effects. But now going back to the topic here um, I have five grams of the Shizuku Sencha so again uh, just to see how um, this tea is actually consistent uh, or what it is this tea is consisting of. So we have the beautiful tea leaves but we see they're a little bit brighter a little bit powdery and this is really coming from the matcha powder makes it a little bit more pale my finger gets a little bit more green when I touch the leaves so these are the residues of uh, the matcha powder so it's not kind of a, as you can see when I move away the tea leaves there's no kind of massive amount of matcha there just a little bit finely kind of sprinkled uh, tea leaves and like that they become or they get this color and what I will do is that I will now brew five grams of this tea. So you see there's a little bit of, of powder floating around now so a very very slight amount of matcha powder. They don't have, there, there doesn't have to be too much and we're gonna just brew this for 45 seconds because the Fukamushi tea actually you can brew it for 45 seconds and then it's already done. That's the beauty of it because the tea leaves they get a little bit more uh, smaller. They maybe as you might have seen um, they are a little bit more uh, nearly a little bit more dusty 
um, but this is not a negative sign. It's just due to the fact that thanks to the Fukamushi or deep steaming, actually the cell membranes, they break down and you have a little bit more of a brittle tea. This is just something which is um, a specific part or kind of a specific uh, or specificity of the Fukamushi tea itself. Good. So what I'm expecting here is very, a very intense, strong green brewing like we have with the cold brew here. And let's go. Now we have these 45 seconds. So let's give it a go. And we see also the intense green color of the hot brew. Bringing out all of the tea. So very important when you are brewing the tea, look that at the bottom there is no water in, so it should be really clean. The reason is that we don't have any post-brewing or after-brewing of the tea, which can render it then a little bit more stringent. And we're just going to add in some cold brew. So you can uh, reuse this as well. Sometimes I use two to three times and we already see the first difference. So when I move this here, so what we already can see, and it's not due to the shadow of, the, of this first glass, it's really that this here is much more intense in terms of the depth of the green. Here we see a little bit more milky, and this is often a sign. Um, what I can see is that, um, especially when you do cold brews, but it also happens with, um, for example, with Gyokuro, which is very high in amino acids, that you get a little bit more of a milky texture um, of the tea water itself. Here it's quite intense green. Um, I'm expecting a little bit more of chlorophyll, so a little bit more of maybe a greener taste. And there are also a little bit more catechins released. So it might be that there's a slight, slight tone of astringency, but it must not be. But that's just from a visual aspect of these two tea, what I'm getting um, by just comparing them. Good. So now let's dive directly into it, into the taste. I think I start with the hot brew. Also in terms of smell, so I get a, quite a lot of edamame smell uh, with this tea, a little bit of fruity. I get a little of pear. Yeah, so a slight kind of pineapple. A little bit of pineapple tones, a little bit of sweet corn when we smell this, now the cold brew. So much fresher, we get a little bit of cucumber, not as sweet actually in terms of um, kind of the smell of the tea. It's normal that the tea which has um, uh, the hot water is also the steam which is coming up. It's much easier for my nose to absorb. Um, and to decomplexify a little bit the taste or the, the smell. Mm -hmm. It seems a little bit more kind of nearly a little bit more milky, but um, all in all, I would say here, clearly due to the hot steam also, a little bit more complex, a little bit more in the fruity, here a little bit more in the cucumbery refreshing tones. But now let's go into the taste of the tea. Mm -hmm. 
if you ever did a cold brew in general it's just a super refreshing beverage especially with green tea you get a lot of this cucumber tone i get a little bit of fresh spinach Mm -hmm. It's a slight hint of umami, so a little bit the slight savory notes, but still super refreshing. More kind of in this, as I said before, cucumber, fresh spinach, a little bit edamame space, so very strong in this aspect. Decent, no astringency, no citrusy notes, so there's no not this kind of astringent tones which you sometimes even uh, refer to as bitter tones with the green tea. So here definitely we have a very refreshing beverage we are getting from the cold brew, but not moving too much into the super sweet parts. So if I compare this, for example, to a cold brew of a Gyokuro of a Karigane, which is just uh, the stem tea or the high grade stem tea of a Gyokuro, um, there we actually getting a lot of kind of these theanine notes, theanine notes dry or kind of they show themselves as very sweet, very dense. I believe also that the add-on of the matcha powder just gives this tea a little bit more of this greener edamame, spinachy and cucumbery tones. And not so much of this intense sweet. There's a slight savory tone, there's a slight kind of um, umami tone which is with the tea but it's very very decent and uh, just a lingering a little bit in the background. Good, now to the hot brew. Mm. Already in the beginning I, it's super super different. So just when I when the, when the water touches my palate and touches the top of my tongue, what I get is already a little bit more of refreshing tones. But here we are kind of in this cucumber refreshment. Here a little bit more of a citrusy. So what the hot water does, and this was exactly what I saw before here, is a little bit more of a sweet and rounded tones. Here I get a little bit more of this citrusy tones, a little bit kind of fresher tones. There's a little bit of a tingling on top of my tongue. So it is in this aspect already different that first here you have this calm refreshment, I would say. It's kind of this refreshing cucumber, very, very decent refreshment. Here directly there's more energy. There's a little bit of a tingling. There are more citrusy notes. So already in the first um, kind of in the first tasting of this tea, there's quite a big difference. Now let's try and dive into a little bit the other notes of this tea. Mm -hmm. What I definitely also have more is the umami kind of this savory flavor profile. And I must admit there's a slight um, twist it's not a sour note, but it, there's a little bit, a mix of these citrus tones moving into the umami notes, but it gives it a little bit kind of a slight, slight, decent sourish notes, which you, maybe if you ever had a pisco sour or something in that direction, it's just a small hit. It's not very strong, but there's just a small tingling of this. So it plays much more in these umami notes. It plays much more 
and kind of this um, uh, citrusy mix. So there actually the tea differs a lot. So um, we are moving a little bit more um, into this also edamame, a little bit green notes. So in comparison, when we take another Fukamushi style tea, which is not sprinkled with matcha, here we get much more greener tones out of it. And that's very beautiful. Um, there is, and this also I realized once I had um, uh, genmaicha, which was sprinkled with matcha too. So this is the tea, which is with the roasted um, rice grains together with bancha and there was a little bit of matcha in and I got there a little bit kind of a small hint of sourness with it and I think it's the combination this must be kind of a reaction a little bit between the tea leaves and the matcha itself which gives it a little bit this special twist and this I only get from this kind of tea um, or which I have observed only with this kind of tea but nevertheless it's a very nice um, kind of a green, you have a little bit more of um, this edamame, but also showing much more in comparison to the cold brew, much more these notes of the savoriness and a little bit the citrusiness. So it's a tea which kind of shows much more its energy. You also know that with uh, the 60 degree Celsius water, or no, 70 degrees Celsius I used here, so 165 Fahrenheit. And here I definitely get much more of an energy kick. And I think that might be a reason that I like the hot green tea better in the morning. It is super refreshing and it's a little bit of a pick me up when you cold brew it, but you definitely get it in a stronger way from um, the hot uh, beverage. Try not to go too hot if you go to 80 or 90 degrees Celsius. So between 175 and 200 Fahrenheit there definitely this tea will turn more stringent and I already feel it a little bit that 70 might be the highest temperature. So the 165 Fahrenheit, 70 degrees Celsius. Um, if I go down, I could push it a little bit in the direction of the cold brew, but um, definitely this tea should be brewed between 60 and 70 degrees Celsius or 114, 165 Fahrenheit. But it's still very beautiful in terms of its taste. It's just showing much more of, uh, as I said before, this umami flavor profile. It's a little bit more of a citrusy and it shows a little bit more of complexity when I take again now cold brew, much more refreshing, a little bit more of cucumber notes, also a little bit of these edamame notes, a little bit of this kind of savory notes, but here we it's much more developed in this region and kind of this cucumber refreshment goes away. But let me just have a swirl here. And I want to try it again. Maybe it's a little bit stronger now. So I'm actually at the lower end. So at the lower end of uh, brewing this cold brew. So if you leave it overnight, it will definitely intensify. And it intensifies a little bit. So it gets a little bit strong in its greener note, a little bit more in its spinachy note, but still very strong in these cucumber refreshing tones. A little bit more of sweet corn. Let's take a second brewing of this one here. Finish the first.
and as you can see very short steaming or steeping of the second brewing let's go mm -hmm. so there's even a little bit more of citrusy notes coming in so there's a uh, this it uh, kind of uh, the umami flavor is a little bit diminishing this is something normal i think there's quite a good extraction normally in the first brewing that's why often you see that japanese green teas are a little bit sweeter a little bit stronger on the savory flavor profile so sweet savory profile fruity profiles and then it moves a little bit more into a greenish and a little bit more of citrusy tones so what happens with now uh, with the longer uh, brewing uh, time with uh, the cold brew is that it moves a little bit more in this fresh greener tones but the citrus notes astringent notes anything is there so it really it's a really soft very smooth and refreshing tea and here we get much more of kind of a of the citrusy tone in the beginning moving over into slight edamame notes there's still some savory notes around but it's much more refreshing so it moves a little bit more in the refreshing but in the kind of energetic refreshing tones which i circle around the citrusy notes a little bit maybe a little bit of pomegranate so there is a little bit more this direction where this tea goes meanwhile the cold brew really stays in this kind of refreshing calmer tones and it is just differentiating in terms of what you're looking for if you're looking something for something very refreshing in the morning calm kind of pick me up way then cold brew definitely a good thing i think i will still stay with uh, the hot brew because the hot brew is just a little bit more of energetic a little bit stronger pick me up feeling for myself also the hot water kind of gives more um, seems more kind of a, have a wake up call into my body so uh, then i really um feel like the energy is kind of transmitting much faster from the tea brewing to uh, my body but that's my personal opinion let me know what you think have you ever tried it please if you have never done the cold brewing super easy to do you can even leave it overnight and then see for yourself if you like it try to use maybe a fukumushi deep steam tea maybe a gyokuro so high theanine tea high uh, mineral tea and um, if you um, want to go um, for a hot brew then any kind of green tea is great um, you can go for the fukumushi which i took here or you can also go for a normal asamushi so lighter steamed and there you even get the citrusy note a little bit of floral notes more but this something that definitely will come with a more series we will do here but i hope you like this one here try it out for yourself see you next time thank you and bye bye